Hey everyone, welcome back to Cloud9. This is Ellie, your host. Today I'm going to be podcasting with Connor, my boyfriend, and we're going to be sharing some of the places we traveled in 2019, a few details on them, and then sharing our must-see places for a few different categories. So I'll let Connor introduce himself real quick, and then we'll probably just dive into the episode because I feel like this is going to be very long, and it's my first time recording with an actual guest, so... We'll see how it goes. Um, Connor, say hey. Hey, everybody. This is Connor. I hope I don't throw Ellie too much off our groove because I know she usually podcasts alone. But Ellie and I have been dating for four years in April, and we've been roommates for about a year and a half. And that during that time, we've been able to uh, travel a lot of places since we've been so conveniently located next to the one of the largest airports with O'Hare being close to us. So we thought we'd uh, go through our uh, travels we've had over the past year go through our favorites, our not-so-favorites, and uh, where we think we should be going next. That's pretty. That was a pretty good intro. <laughs> so we'll start with just we're going to go through all the places we went, um, kind of in order by the months we traveled to them, and then we'll share like a couple favorites from each, and then, um, then we'll go into like our favorites in different categories that I came up with, so you will know where you want to travel based on the different categories. So the first place that we went, technically this was in 2018, but the trip spanned from like the very end of December into like January 2nd, I feel like. So the first place we went was Asheville and Columbia. Um, do you want to go into that, Connor? Yeah. Share some details. So for getting to there, we uh, I went to Nashville with um, my, some family members and friends. Uh, to go to a concert for New Year's Eve, and then Ellie flew into Nashville, and then from there we drove to uh, the South Carolina, North Carolina area. So um, we recommend that is not the best way to travel into the Carolinas. It's better to catch a direct flight in there. It's also a good road trip uh, from the Midwest area. Yeah, Midwest. Only about uh, eight, ten hours, seven on the low end. Um, we went, so one of Ellie and I's, uh, travel goals is to go to all the national parks and Congaree is one of the, probably the least visited parks, uh, in South Carolina. It's about, uh, 20 minutes South of Columbia. So we, um, went there. It's not the largest park. There's not that much to do really, but it's yeah. pretty. I'd say give yourself maybe Hour, two hours, hour and a half, two hours max. I think after that, you've seen pretty much everything. Really cool if you go um, in the winter months because it just gets so hot. That and there's no mosquitoes really, which is a big problem in the other seasons. Yeah, and but, you don't really have to get messy. You just walk on like a bridge the whole time. Yeah. So if you go, literally, you could go after work and walk there, yeah, and you wouldn't have to worry. It's boardwalks throughout probably seventy five percent of the trails. So. I'd say two hours max. It Again, it's 20 minutes outside of Columbia, so it's pretty easy if you're staying in that area or around Or if area. you just want to make a quick stop on a road trip, it's pretty quick. So, But it was cool, so if you want to go to the national parks, you should go. Um, but don't plan on being there like for a whole weekend or something. And then the other thing we wanted to talk about with Columbia was a bar called Bourbon. Columbia kind of doesn't have much going on, but we also went – during the holidays, so like people weren't at school. Winter break was yeah. in full force. So we didn't really see anyone, but Bourbon was a really cool bar. It's like all obviously bourbon themed. So they had a bunch of different drinks. We each tried a couple. The bartenders were really nice and they put a lot of effort into every drink. So we liked that. We talked to some random people who were sitting there. So it was just overall a fun place to go. And I would definitely go back there if we ever do go to Columbia. Yeah. Do you have anything you want to add about the bourbon southern hospitality is alive and well down there they're really nice to us helped us out pick drinks that we liked the bartenders really actually cared about what they were serving to you which was really nice um we had some good we decent barbecue while we were down there uh again it was pretty shut down since we were there probably on january it was probably December no 29th. december 29th or it something. was just it was pretty quiet so um, I'm not dying bad, dying to get back to Columbia. I enjoyed it, but, uh, yeah, probably not going to go back, but it's really cool. And if you live over there, there's plenty of stuff to do. We were just kind of stopping through. Um, and then 
the next part of our like trip back to Chicago was Asheville. So we have a couple things written down that we liked about it. Um, we won't go into too much detail because we were only there for like a day. But my favorite part was this cute little double-decker bus called Double D's. And it was like a coffee shop. It was really crowded. But you were able to sit on like the different levels. And then there was like an outdoor patio area that we went to and just like downtown Asheville. I really liked it. The coffee was good. But mostly it was just cool to be drinking coffee in a double-decker bus. Um, yeah. Connor and I both like Biscuit Head too. Yeah. Asheville is, if I could compare it to somewhere else, it'd be like if I tucked Portland into the hills of Appalachia. It's really hipsterish town. Um, it's got a lot of really cool areas. Very hiking oriented. A lot of um, oh yeah, there's some mountains people. near there. Yeah, it, it's just a very. I'd say it's a very outdoorsy area. So if that's your kind of scene, you're looking to go for hikes. Um, you've got a little small college town vibe. Um, that's definitely a good area to go. Biscuit Head was really good. It's a southern uh, version of their biscuits. So they make something called cat skull or cat head uh, biscuits where they're about the size of a cat's head. So they make really big biscuits rather than give you giving you a bunch of smaller ones. And so they have a really cool like jam bar there where you have probably, I don't know, oh, like 15 20? different jellies yeah. jams where you can choose from. You can go up whenever you want. It's very crowded, so yeah, I you got to go early, early or later. Ellie and I, got otherwise, there you probably within thirty minutes of opening, and we got to see pretty fast. But I'd say within fifteen minutes of getting there, it started to just really get crowded. Yeah, but that was good, so we'd recommend that. And then one thing we didn't really enjoy about Asheville was the River Arts District. We did some googling of stuff to do, and it said to do the River Arts District. Maybe we were just in the wrong spot, but. There wasn't as many like murals and like galleries as you would expect in that kind of thing. Kind of like I mentioned in last week's episode about Miami, like everything in Wynwood is covered in murals and art. But like the River Arts District was very dead kind of. There's nothing going on. It's more graffiti. It's in an abandoned industrial area. It's on a train track too. It's, a, it's an older abandoned industrial area. Now, if you're a person that kind of likes those aesthetics and you're going or to get Or if you're a photos, photographer. Yeah, exactly. If you're a photographer going to get photos like that. It's great. LA and I, we're not looking to take pictures on abandoned, rusted down 1950s warehouses. So we kind of. Uh, we didn't love we, it as much we, as we, someone we, else. We maybe drove around, would've. got a couple pictures. But for us, it was about a 30 minute journey for about five minutes of. Yeah, we actually year. went twice to give it another shot. Yeah. And we did <laughs> end up really finding uh, the, a water tower that we like. You can get some pictures there, but. You definitely have to have that artistic eye to really get the uh, full appreciation and value of it. Yeah. Um, the next place we went was in February. It was We went to Miami. We are not going to talk about Miami more than I am right now because I did a whole episode okay. about it. So if you want to check that out, just go back to episode three. Um, but we did go there and we'll continue going there every year because it's one of our favorite places. But we'll move on to March. When we went to Detroit, we did a quick road trip because it's only four hours from Chicago. So we just drove there on Saturday morning, stayed the night, and then drove back on Sunday. But there were like a lot of highlights for Detroit. Um, one of them was the Riverwalk. It was a really pretty nice day for March, sunny and like blue skies. So we walked probably like a mile, mile and a half down the Riverwalk. And just explored around there, which I really liked. Um, what other things do we like? So with Detroit, it, I'm sure everybody hears that and thinks, why on earth would I want to go to the Detroit? It's a rundown industrial city. But it actually has come back a lot. It's cool we, we had a lot of fun. It, we were very surprised. Other than Ellie booking a hotel in Canada. I, yeah, I actually booked a hotel in Canada. <laughs> it was pretty fun. But we, we got past, past that. So. We really enjoyed it. Um, walking around on the river walk was really yeah. cool. Getting to just see Canada from the other side. <laughs> um, we really enjoyed um, going out. We got uh, we went to Sugar House, which um, Thea from where I work, she recommended it. And it was so good. We had like three or maybe four drinks each. Mm. They were kind of like expensive, but they like like bourbon. Um, they took a lot of time into making them. And they had a huge menu of all kinds of different 
unique drinks. So we were there the entire night until we went home. And then we had really good breakfast at the uh, yeah. dime store. Oh, the dime really, store. Yeah, really that was a good that. breakfast. The only thing we think we missed out on was going to Greek Town, which is like a pretty big area. It's over by a lot of the casinos in Detroit. Um, so if we were, if we really do want to go back, I think that's a hair area we really want to. And I want to go to this macaroon shop. So I'll share more on that when we actually go. But Detroit was definitely cool and a really quick road trip. Oh, one last thing I want to add Detroit Cookie Company. That was the whole reason we went. It was so good. So we'll go back there. But after Detroit, we went to Seattle in April, which we could probably talk about for like three days, but we'll make it kind of quick. We were there for a long three-day weekend for our anniversary last April, so we managed to see quite a bit of Seattle. Um, what were some of your highlights of Seattle? Seattle is just, it's a seafood mecca. It's got, I mean, of course, being so close to the water up in the Northwest, it's something really fun and enjoyable. Uh, Pike's Place, definitely somewhere you got to stop by. I know it's it's very touristy. It's a tourist trap, and it absolutely is. But so I liked it. It was it cool. Time. It's also uh, across the street from the first Starbucks. Now, we didn't go in there. And, and I don't think it'd be that cool, yeah. but a lot of people do. So Going I don't outside know. and seeing it, I I didn't feel the urge to go in and get a uh, I also don't Starbucks like Starbucks. So. <laughs> um, oh, one good coffee place, though, while we're on the topic, is more coffee. There's three locations I want to say in Seattle. We went to two of them because I was that obsessed with it. Basically, they have um, different coffee, matcha drinks, and then some little baked goods. But the coolest part is the latte art. So you order a drink and then your latte art is a different animal. So I think I got a bear and a cat. And then Connor got this cute little octopus on his. So just like a fun little thing. And then the drinks are actually good. It's not just like, you know, some places where... They draw you in with all the like Instagrammable stuff. It's actually really good, and it's like the the oldest like the oldest one there. I think's in like a theater. So yeah. just Google it, and you'll find many options when you do go. When we were there, we stayed in the Capitol Hill area, which is oh so cool. Really, really neat area. Very um, younger generational vibe. It it just has that really fun new restaurants everywhere just kind of that area that draws people in so we really enjoyed that yeah and then just like a couple other things we want to mention if you do want to do some of the more touristy stuff the space needle was awesome i would go again every single time i visit the amazon spheres are really cool. oh yeah the amazon domes those were cool um and then we did try to go to mount rainier we'll save like the story for another day but there are a lot of different Parks around Seattle, so if you want to rent a car and drive to one or two of the parks, maybe if you make it quick in one day, you can definitely do it because they're all within two to three hours. Um, so we did attempt Mount Rainier. It was snowing, but... Yeah, well, we'll go into that <laughs> another day. But, yeah, because it's a long story. So we, wanted, we really enjoyed Mount Rainier. Absolutely recommend getting outside of the city and renting a car and going yeah, out there. Yeah, the drive is pretty. We think you really get a... Uh, you get to see all the moss on the trees. You really get to see, like how what the rain produces through the entire year but within two hours ellie was talking about the multiple national parks around you've got olympic out west on the beach area of washington you've got mount rainier which is about two hours, two hours. south of the city and then you've got the uh, cascades. cascades which is a northeast up in the tip top of the rocky mountain range yeah so that's about all we have on seattle right now um we can always do another episode about it if you all want us to now we'll get into our May travel. The first place we went in May was Colorado. We went in really early May. We flew into Denver. We got super cheap flights on Frontier. I think we paid $89 round trip. So that's kind of why we decided to go there. Mm-hmm. Um, but our main reason for going to Colorado wasn't exactly Denver. We did explore it a little bit, but we did end up driving, running a car and going to um, Boulder which was really cool and a recommendation from one of my coworkers, Brooke, because she went to school out there. So we did a lot of exploring there. Um, and it was just a really cool college town. Um, yeah. Do you want to add anything? Connor? I would say whenever you're going to Colorado, you are typically not going to spend much time in the city of Denver. You'll be, you'll hit a few areas, but I feel like when most people are out there, you want to go Hiking. explore nature, go out, see everything. 
um, rather than just staying inside the city. The city does have some cool things to offer, but I yeah. think it's the surrounding areas of Denver that There's really cool bars in Denver, and like you can go to like good restaurants and stuff like any city. We went to a cool bar there. I don't even remember what it's called, but one of those classic. It was like a halls, food hall, but there's like a rooftop. All the rage now. But we really enjoyed Boulder where we went. It's a quintessential college town. Um, we had the ability. We actually stayed in one of my favorite Airbnbs I've ever been in where you just woke up, sun comes in, you have a view of the mountains. It's just beautiful. Uh, we really, we did some hikes out there. We did the uh, Royal Arch, Royal Arch Trail, hike, which was cool. Which absolutely destroyed us, but it was worth the hike at the end. Um, also, we didn't bring this up. The weather was absolutely beautiful when we went. It was probably 50 degrees and Might raining been- in Chicago. And then we went to Colorado and it was 72, 73. It and was just sunny. It was so nice to like beautiful. walk around in Boulder. Um, a couple places we went while we were in Boulder, like to get food. We went to, I don't know how, if it's Lay Pops, but it's a popsicle shop. I think they might be the best popsicles I've ever had. And I've had a lot of popsicles. Um, so we got those, I think twice. <laughs> um, and then we also went to Locale pizza i'm not sure if i'm saying that right mm. but we got this amazing pizza i forget what it was called but it had like corn on it and cheese really good but you do have to put your reservations in there another really busy spot even when we were there which yeah. it was like after people graduated i'm pretty sure it's, yeah we were there the graduating weekend oh of we were the there <laughs> of uh, colorado so that was uh not our best planning on our part. So anytime you're going to a city, make sure you're not going during a major graduation, especially in uh, those later or in the early, late spring, early summer months like May, June or even April. So, yeah, but we did manage to get everything we wanted to get done there. Um, and then one last thing before we move on to our next city. I really liked Voodoo Donuts. They have them in a lot of cities, but we did. That was, I think, the first thing we did when we got to Colorado ton of good donuts it's definitely worth the hype and there's a ton of new locations popping up so i think you can find it in portland austin houston just opened yeah they're they're everywhere i think originally it was started in portland Portland, but it's exploded since then and fantastic donuts what was your favorite donut oh my favorite donut it was the homer is that what it's called it had a purple kool-aid on it (laughs) it was really good i don't even know if that's what it's called but it was really good and then connor got this like super chocolatey one with Oreos and stuff on it, of course, which was really good. And peanut butter. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll stop talking about Colorado for now and then move on to New York. This was my first time in New York, Connor's second time in New York. But my friend Ashlyn, who I think I've actually mentioned on every single podcast so far, she lives in New York. So wanted to make a trip out to visit her for a long weekend on Memorial Day. So Connor and I took an extra day off work. We're there for four days So we got quite a bit of exploring in Um, my favorite part, like tourist wise, we did a bunch of the touristy stuff was the Brooklyn Bridge. The weather was so nice. It was sunny, blue skies. So we walked the Brooklyn Bridge. It seemed everywhere we went in May that was not Chicago was beautiful. I don't know why we were stuck in uh, the rainy season of Chicago, cloudy season of Chicago, but from Colorado to New York, it was beautiful, but not where we were at. What was your favorite part of New York? I don't think I wrote it down on my list. Oh, Cat's Delicatessen. It's unbelievable. It's uh, actually the place in When Harry Met Sally, if you're a film buff. Uh, it was super good. Uh, line is insane. Pretty long. It, they give it, you a ticket. It probably took 30, 40 minutes to actually get the sandwich, but it's the best pastrami on rye sandwich I think I've ever had in my life and probably will have in my life. Yeah, so, and then... Another thing we did, we made like an ice cream crawl out of the weekend. So I don't know. Next time I think we're going to do donuts or bagels or something. But we went to three different ice cream places, Milk and Cream, Big Gay Ice Cream, and Stacks Ice Cream. My favorite was Big Gay Ice Cream. Was That that was your favorite too, right, yeah, Connor? They absolutely. had this really – it's like soft serve with like peanuts or pretzels and Chocolate stuff coating it. Outside. Yeah. They did a really good job. Also, with this New York trip, this being Ellie's first trip, but we did a major tourist overhaul. So I usually don't spend a lot of time in Manhattan. Manhattan's really cool, and it's got a lot of the bigger touristy stuff. So we took Ellie to go see like the 9-11 Memorial Pools and all that stuff. We went up in the Empire State Building because Ashland works inside of the Empire State Building. So that was cool. That was something we got yeah, to Yeah, I got uh, to go up for free, for free, and we got to skip the lines, yeah. which was honestly the best part because it was so crowded. It was like hard to enjoy being up there, so that's why it's not really – 
on my top list of like cool views, unlike the Space Needle in Seattle. Yeah, Space Needle <laughs> in Seattle was definitely incredible views. You you just get to see more. New York is kind of like, it was like crowded, and yeah. we, I couldn't get like good photos, and everybody else was taking photos. So it's just like I was up there, I looked around. We were up there maybe five ten minutes, and then we we left and moved on with our day. But New York, I'm probably going to do another episode on with Ashlyn. Um, we've also been back since this trip, which we won't really bring up too much in this episode just because we don't want it to be too long and repetitive, but there will, there will be another episode on New York. Um, so then we move into, this was June. So we didn't do any flights in June because I don't know. It's actually nice in Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. So now with this, uh, be staying around Chicago, it of course was raining this entire trip. Whenever we uh, go into this next one, which was the St. Louis, Southern Illinois trip. Uh, we really wanted to go see garden of the gods. Cause I think Ellie's all about, uh, 40 Instagram advertisements, which LA is a sucker for. So we fell into that. Um, it, we drove into St. Louis really late Friday night because it's probably what a four five or five hours. hour drive. Yeah. So to get all the way to the Garden of the Gods, it was which not to be confused with Garden of the Gods in, in Colorado. In Colorado. <laughs> um, we uh, got there super late. Woke up early. Went to go do Garden of the Gods. We got breakfast too in St. Louis. The yeah. only thing we did in St. Louis yeah, other we than were, sleep. St. Louis. We uh, were actually getting ready to go back to go see our uh, friend Callan. Um, because they do a big Mardi Gras celebration in St. Louis, probably second largest in the uh, United States besides New Orleans. So we're going to go enjoy that. Um, but yeah, we did get uh, breakfast while we it were there. It was called The Roost, I think. Yeah. It was good. We had to wait so long. But they had like a bunch of crepes, which I liked because I never eat those. So mm. we got that and then drove out to Garden of the Gods. Somehow it stopped raining when we got there. So it was perfect. Um, a couple things to note about Garden of the Gods. It's not really a long hike to see like all the stuff that you'd see on Instagram. It's in the Shawnee National Forest, I think. But the only thing we wanted to see was like the views at Garden of the Gods. So the hike's probably a total of like three quarters of a mile. Yeah. But there's like rocks and views that you can like climb onto, which makes it take way longer than it would if you literally walked straight through. So we did that, climbed around. Connor climbed on stuff and I said, don't fall. Took some pictures. Um we definitely think it'd be good to go. You could make a weekend out of it. Yeah. We would recommend going in the fall so you get that See the beautiful foliage and all that stuff. But I think you could make a weekend out of it. Shawnee National Forest has a lot of stuff to do within it. But I think that we were kind of just going to see one yeah, item. Yeah, the view. And we were on a limited time. So we were able to get down there, see everything. But I would definitely recommend doing a weekend in Shawnee whenever you get the chance. Campsites really cool. Camping and stuff. definitely yeah. would be an option next time we go down. We just were, again, limited on. And it was pouring rain. And I didn't want to sleep in a tent in the time. rain. So um, we definitely want to get back there. Uh, and then the next place we went was in July. A terrible time to visit D.C., but the flights were just hot. too it's, good to be true. That's why they're so <laughs> cheap, because D.C. in July feels like I think it ended up I think on average it was 93 degrees and it felt like 102. So that wasn't the best. But. Yeah, we flew into Baltimore, which was my fault. That's probably why it was only, what, $80 round trip or something. Yeah, great price. But I, how much was the the Uber from Baltimore was probably only like 30 bucks yeah. split between the two of us, $15 each still cheaper than flying into actual DC, which is Ronald Reagan. Uh, I don't think there's any major public transportation that takes you in between Baltimore and um, there might be, I don't know. Yeah, we, we did not find any, we were also unaware we were flying into DC whenever uh, we saw that we were flying into BWI and I, recognize that now being the coach for Ronald <laughs> but Reagan. it's fine it worked out so we had a quick weekend there um a few of the highlights we didn't do a lot of the museums because we both had already done some of those we've been in the past with their families we did go to the holocaust museum and the spy museum both really great museums um food wise which was the best part we got district donuts there's a couple locations some of the best donuts i've ever had um definitely in the top top category for donuts. Um, they had one with like everything but the bagel seasoning on it, which was super good. Um, we liked Georgetown, a ton of different shops, um, and then a lot of good restaurants to try. We just 
had already eaten a lot. <laughs> yeah. I, and to go back on the museums, uh, so the Spy Museum did cost money, but it was probably one of my favorite uh, museums to go to. Ellie and I have both been to D.C. before, so we'd seen like the usual suspects. We'd been to the Lincoln Memorial, been to the Washington Memorial, Jefferson Monument, all that good stuff. So if you were going to strictly see that, I could see it taking probably two to three days, like just being in there. I'd only, but been that there. is just so much more boring. Absolutely. I don't want to do any is, of that. If that's not your scene, absolutely. It's not my which scene. Is not Ellie's scene, but we did go to two museums, but like something like the Holocaust museum, it's absolutely packed, especially if you're going on a weekend. So I expect it to take longer, but I'd say that's definitely a cool museum. Though. Absolutely. And it's totally worth going to. Um, um, and then when we were there, we did eat well. We, uh, of course, since it was 90 degrees out, Ellie decided that ramen was the best. Oh, meal we got ramen. Us, it so. was so good. What was that place? Why Dakaya. Sweat outside. Dakaya ramen. Sweat inside too. So we did that. Um, and then Ben's Chili, Ben's which Chili, was historical area. Um, we or a historical restaurant. It, it's fantastic. Really cool old diner feel. Um, really popular. They serve like, uh, Chili dogs is one of their most popular thing, um, but it was really, really good. So I'd recommend going to that. We were actually, we stayed, whenever we uh, got picked up in an Uber, he asked us if we stayed there for historical means, and it, we had no idea what he was talking about. And he said, this is the hotel that Reagan got shot in. Oh, and yeah. And we had no idea. And, of course, we played it off as if, oh, yeah, we love the historical significance. <laughs> That's why we stayed here. Yeah, but it was a good hotel. Yeah. Um, last highlight of D.C. was the wharf. Um, it's definitely not done yet. They're still like putting stuff in over there, but yeah, tons of new restaurants, bars. There's a whole area of seafood. Um, there's like swings on like the little dock area, which was cool. And it's right next to the old uh, seafood market. So if you're. That's what I was talking about. Yeah, over the wharf area. So like it's a really big gentrified area. They've got a concert hall right out on the water. But if you walk a little bit north of like the whole main drag, uh, there's an area where they like just. Uh, sling uh, seafood all day and it's really cool to watch and see you'll uh, you'll smell it from about half a mile away but it's really cool to go check out yeah so that's probably like the last main highlight we had dc wise so the next place we're going to talk about is our august trip which is when we went to i guess la but california overall for our Labor Day trip, so we could have a three-day weekend, long weekend there. Um, flights weren't too bad, like two hundred dollars maybe. If you can book them early, we could. You you can, it's you can fly to LA very cheap. It, you just if you book it probably three four months in advance, you can get a ticket for one hundred and twenty bucks yeah. in LAX. Um, also, disclaimer on this: going here in August is insanely <laughs> hot. That. One common theme that we have is going to places when the weather is not optimal, but that is also Helps one us save thing money. that drives price down and you really get a feel for the area. And if you really do like it, you can, even if the weather is not the greatest, you could say, oh, if it were like 10 degrees cooler, I would absolutely love to be back here. Yeah. So the main reason that we went to California was to visit Joshua Tree. As we mentioned earlier, we want to go to all the national parks. So when Connor said this was not a good time to go to LA, we really mean the good, bad time to go to Joshua Tree because it was like 90 degrees yeah. and it definitely impacts how much you can really do there without like being super thirsty yeah. and super hot. LA actually, we had really good weather, yeah, it was but nice. the difference between Los Angeles and Joshua Tree is about two, two and a half hour drive. And it was probably 75 degrees to 80 degrees in Los Angeles. And it was about 102 in Joshua Tree. Yeah. And, and at was, one point we were was, at Salvation Mountain and it was 100 degrees. Yeah. It was so hot. <laughs> very, very, very hot. But I guess we'll go into just like quick highlights about Joshua Tree. These are obvious. If you look up any any travel guide on what to do in Joshua Tree, they're going to say, check out the Jumbo Rocks where you can see Skull Rock. Hidden Valley Trail, which is like a mile and a half, which was the longest hike we did because it was so hot. Yeah. Um, Keys View, which was probably my favorite part. And then Choya Cactus Garden, yeah. which are just a really cool garden of cactuses, a huge cluster of them yeah. um, when you drive back into Joshua Tree. Yeah. But did you want to add any details on any of these? Yeah. You're better so with the details. I, of course, I don't want to go super in depth because I'd rather do an entire like uh, analysis of the park. Um, <laughs> just because I, there's a lot of stuff to unpack in there. And I feel like if I were to listen to an episode on that, I'd want to hear more and more. Uh, my biggest takeaway is 
if you're go- so sunset and almost any national park is going to be unbelievable from one place or another. The uh, Keys View, if you're going for sunset, get there early because yeah. it is like so crowded. It's like Black Disney World. <laughs> it, it's just insane. So I would get there early. That way you can get a spot because somebody is going to post up early and take the best picture uh, view. Yeah, so. there was a perfect view of a Joshua tree with the sunset. This lady and stood there the entire time. And just people are unrelenting whenever it comes to getting sharing photographic space. So if that's what you're going for, I'd recommend that. Yeah, yep. and on your way out during sunset, beyond just like the actual sunset you'd see at Keys View, you can pull over at so many different spots and get like every color of the rainbow if you do care about getting good pictures because that's yeah. honestly the best photos I got the sunset, whole trip. getting a picture of the Joshua trees is insane. Bono would be proud. It just looks beautiful. The other thing is stay there at night. Uh, you can drive through the park all through the night. Um, oh, yeah. You can't go on the trails at night. There's a lot of campsites right inside the park. I think there's three. Uh, I know this is hard, difficult to plan around, but if you can like look up whenever the moon's not going to be uh, in full force, uh, the stargazing out there is just incredible. So if you get the chance to see that, I remember Ellie and I spent almost 45 minutes to an hour just Staring at the staring sky. <laughs> at the sky through our sunroof and rolling down the windows. It's it's really cool, and I recommend getting out to see that, especially if you li- live in a place like Chicago or e- any small metropolitan city. It's really yeah. hard to get to see the stars. I and can't then, remember the last time I'd see the stars when I was in Chicago. Yeah, and then like one last thing to add is if you aren't going to like camp, there are like some Airbnbs and hotels and stuff. We stayed in a really cute Airbnb, probably one hundred and forty bucks for the whole night. Um, in Yucca Valley, but other than that, there's nothing in Yucca Valley, so don't plan on eating like an amazing, luxurious meal. There is a TJ Maxx though, if you get bored, so, or maybe it was a Marshalls, but we did go there in a Walmart. Walmart. Salads were great, so there is a Walmart out there, and like fast food, but yeah. like you're not gonna. Other than like the Joshua Tree Coffee Company, there aren't a lot of like cool local spots that at least I thought we sounded good. It's a place that it had potential. Now it didn't satisfy our. Uh, yeah needs but like foodie <laughs> needs but we went to la and then we were able to take care of i guess that um a couple highlights of la it was was it your first time in la uh that was my second time in la but I, like really only your first I, I had driven through la before i had been to the beaches and stuff like that but, but he'd never really been that, like that in was LA. on a 14 15 day road trip where i uh just passed through so. yeah so it was kind of connor's first time so we did do a yeah. couple things that I'd already done before. Like we went up to the Hollywood sign because it's a cool view of LA. Yeah. Fun stuff. I, I, you won't want to go back to that. Uh, It's cool to see one time. It's a long drive up, especially that's the biggest issue with LA is their public transit is uh, non-existent. So you're either going to be spending a lot on Ubers or you're going to have to get a car to rent and whenever we went to go rent the car, our three options were a f- pickup truck, a minivan, or a large SUV because everybody realizes that that's, those are the three worst cars to drive around Los Angeles. So Yeah, so a couple other things we did beyond the Hollywood sign, which Connor clearly didn't enjoy. <laughs> it was were, fine, but you don't get a great view of the city because it's covered in thought, smog and fog and it's just Yeah, but it's see. a free view, so why not go up there? Um couple things we'll make this quick lemonade one of my favorite restaurants there's a few locations throughout la pretty sure there's one in the airport and maybe in other places in california it's just like a healthy cafeteria um broken shaker rooftop we stayed at the freehand hotel um in actual downtown la which is pretty dead but for the most part i really like downtown la i feel like it was a good place to stay because there were a lot of rooftops like we went to three rooftops my favorite was the broken shaker but Connor looks like he has something to say about downtown LA. 99% of people will tell you to avoid downtown LA because it's pretty typical with uh, um, downtown uh, metropolitan places is it's dead on the weekend. Uh, There, we did find a few good places. We met up with uh, some, a friend from college. So we were able to get some better uh, insight on what to do. And we went to the rooftops. We had a good 
I don't know where we ate, but it was pizza. It was yeah, really good. Good little Italian place. Yeah. But I would say that if you, I would say this is not the uh, hot spot to stay whenever. Yeah, but I think I would we stay there fun. again. <laughs> we had fun because we weren't going out to go clubbing or anything like that. But if, if I wouldn't say that's the area to go looking for that. Yeah, but I would definitely stay at the freehand again, which is where we stayed because it's a good deal. And if you just want to go to some of the rooftops on one of the nights you're there, it's not a bad place to be. A um, couple other things we'll mention super quick. Cafe Gratitude, just a good like vegan vegetarian restaurant, which I always like. Um, and it's like cute. And on the menu, it's like says, I am grateful or something like that. And then you pick like your your menu and it's like the name of something. I don't know how to describe it's it. It's perfect restaurant for somebody like Ellen. <laughs> and then the last thing, we went to Koreatown um, to get some, what did we get in Koreatown? Did we get ramen at all? Or not ramen. What did we go there to get? We got bao. Oh yeah. We got some, some buns. Yeah, <laughs> they so were good. Got out there. Koreatown's awesome. Uh, there's a lot of restaurants over there. I'd say we were supposed to get some kind of noodles. We though. were supposed to go get it. So they're kudzu noodles. The so, kudzu noodles. So we never ended up making it over there cause we were absolutely stuffed. We, we ate our, uh, our weight and food over in Los Angeles. There's yeah. just, the food scene in Los Angeles is just insane. So we, uh, Korea, again, you've got to be prepared to spend a lot on Uber or rent a car because Korea town was seemingly not that far. And we just, we had a very difficult time getting around. So if we, if we could get a car to like for the rent, we only rented a car for about two days because we needed to get from Joshua tree and back. And we knew we could Uber to the airport if need be, but we were lucky. We never hit any major traffic because a lot of people had left the city for a holiday weekend. But um, I would definitely recommend uh, finding a way to get around without Ubering. Okay, cool. Let's move on from L.A. because <laughs> I'm tired of talking about L.A., I feel like. Um, two places we went like to relax in October were Aruba, and then we flew into Fort Myers to go to Sanibel with my family. Aruba was actually a trip I won through work, so we didn't really explore very much. No. And Connor was really late to getting yeah. there. <laughs> so I was at a I was at a uh, work conference in Dallas, and I uh, overslept and missed my flight. Yeah, so, so I got to spend <laughs> about twelve hours in the Miami airport. So if we ever need to do a review, that I'm quite the expert on it. Yeah, he got there. We were only there for what four days total, and yeah. Connor got there with like literally a day and a half left. Yeah, so my, <laughs> my time in Aruba was short lived, but it was nice. Yeah, it was great. Um, I've been on many cruises through the Caribbean to do a bunch of like tropical areas, and I'd say Aruba was definitely top two or three. It's gorgeous, nice it's, weather all the time. It's 80 to 85 degrees year round. There's like one day of rain after talking to locals. Mm-hmm. Lots of stuff to do. Nice people. Lots of stuff that you don't. It's the happy island. Yeah, everyone was it. nice. So in taxis, awesome. you can get really taxis easy, super cheap. way to get around down there. But we also got to stay at a very nice hotel thanks to uh, LA's My company. job. So. so we really enjoyed that. But it's just a great place to kind of relax. Um, if we were to go back, we'd, we'd get natural pools. We'd, yeah, natural pools. Get in pools. a Jeep, drive don't somewhere. Don't try and go to the... Uh, the natural arch bridge or whatever. Oh, the natural it's, bridge. <laughs> it's no longer there. It fell yeah. down about five years ago. I wanted know, to go. Ellie was reading an older blog where <laughs> she wanted to go down there. and I. Uh, How some- old was that blog, though? That I mean, who was blogging about something like 10 years ago or old whatever? Old where you found it. So. Yeah, but that's a cool place that would be just like for a relaxing trip. Relaxing trips aren't really my favorite thing. But if I ever go on another one, Aruba's a cool spot. Um, and then we went to Fort Myers, specifically Sanibel. We flew into Fort Myers, um, to go on a trip to be with my family. So we stayed in Sanibel. We enjoyed the beach. Connor and I rented a kayak. Connor got motion sick on the kayak. (laughs) And then, um, we also rented bikes. We got good coffee at a place called Sanibel Bean. Um, Connor, do you have anything you want to add other than it was just like nice, relaxing, fun to be with my family? Yeah. I, my biggest recommendation, if you ever go to a beach town, uh, stay on the beach, (laughs) staying directly on the beach is crucial. I don't care if you have to stay in a town 20 miles South, staying on the beach is always going to be. Yeah. It makes it way more fun and less like hassle. Unless you're somewhere like let's Miami, of course, like 
let's say you're staying in mid beach. I'd stay in mid beach if it saves you $300 on a hotel per night. Cause you can yeah. get there. But if you're staying 50 miles away from like a huge metropolitan area you want to be in, then I would say fork over the cost and not go as beach. But staying on the beach just makes your life so much easier, especially yeah. for just a pure relaxation trip. Um, food wise, there's just like a bunch of restaurants around there. One we went to is called Doc Ford's. All my little cousins really liked it. Um, and then a really random thing was on our way to the airport, we stopped at this place called Best Ice Cream. It was honestly just really fun and like funny. They make like, uh, what is that, like nitrogen ice cream? What is that called? Uh, the, um, I can't think of it, but you know what I'm talking about. And you, he's like, yeah, bring in anything you want and I can make ice cream out of it. So we got these really random liquid nitrogen. Liquid nitrogen. Yeah. yeah, we got these really random bowls of ice cream. My sisters had like cotton candy on it. It was just really funny and the whole place is like decorated really, really cute. Really close to the airport. Yeah, close to the airport. 15, 20 minutes away. So if you're flying out of there. It's, and you need to kill time. Yeah. Definitely recommend. I will be going back next time I fly into Fort Myers. Um, yeah. But overall, October was more just some relaxing trips, beach trips. So it was really nice. We were tan for a few months and yeah. now we're pale again. Yeah. But <laughs> we're back. Um, in November, we're almost to the end of recapping our trips. Um we went to New York again. We'll keep this quick. We primarily were there to visit my friend Ashlyn again, explored Brooklyn, um, pretty much just went to some restaurants near her. A couple good ones were Jai D, which was a Thai restaurant. We went to the donut plant located in um, Brooklyn. There's a few locations. Really good. As you can tell, we really like um, getting donuts on our trip. And then as I mentioned in the Miami um, episode, there's a place called Lucali in New York, like the main, I guess, original pizza place. Mm -hmm. And maybe Connor wants to tell us why we had to stand in line for three <laughs> hours to do that. So Lucali's <laughs> is a Brooklyn tradition as of like not super long ago, but it, um, you will have to wait in line for about hour, two hours, maybe even longer. So we probably got there um, and waited in line for about 45 yeah, minutes. And they said, all right, cool. Come back at 1130, <laughs> about six hours later. So you're like, oh, but it is the best pizza I've ever had. Classic thin crust, uh, brick oven. It was unbelievable. BYOB if you want to bring some BYOB, wine. but. Uh, expect to eat quick in there, but it was really, really good. I would absolutely recommend. Uh, I don't see myself going back there yeah. again unless I'm a celebrity and I can get in there quicker, but it, yeah. it's pretty crazy. I also think it maybe has longer, obviously probably has longer waits in like the warmer months. So if you do want to go, maybe try in the winter because I feel like less people want to wait in line. Um, but a little life hack is if you're really hungry waiting in line, just go into the gas station next door and grab some snacks like I did. There is a $10 credit card minimum, so be prepared to get a few snacks. <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll cut it up there on uh, New York. Um, the last trip we took in this November time. November was Dallas. Ah. Um, I wanted to go to Dallas for one particular reason, which was a place called Gnome Cones, which is located like an hour outside Dallas in Denton, Texas. Even though I'd been there two weeks prior yeah. for about an entire week for but work. But Dallas is cool. Um, I lived near there a little bit when I was younger, but we just went there for, like, honestly, it was one day. We got there super late Friday night, flew out super early Sunday, but we got everything we needed out of the trip and we were able to explore everything. So we started out in the Bishop Arts District, um, which is cool. Lots of Kind of stuff that I like where there's murals, cute shops, a lot of cards. We had acai bowls, matcha. Like, what Kitchy. more do I want? Kitchies. Uh, but it's cute. It there's is, a lot of good brunch cute. spots and stuff. But it's definitely LA's aesthetic. Yeah. Uh, so. Connor liked it too, though. They had to travel like an no, uh, outdoor cool. store. Yeah, yeah, of course. No, so I enjoyed part of it. But definitely there's uh, – it's not for everybody. It's cool for – Me. For <laughs> LA and a couple things for me. So – I wouldn't say, oh, we're going to spend all morning there. You may be able to grab a meal and go to a couple stores and everything like yeah, that. Yeah, I got some postcards. I, and I wouldn't dedicate a day to it, but it's definitely a cool area to stop Yeah, by. just an hour or two, I get think, food. I think the best area to go over to and probably the most popular is the Deep Ellum area. I think Deep Ellum's really, really cool. Uh, 
I think during the day we had a lot of stuff to do. Nightlife was good as yeah, well. Yeah, there's lots of different bars. There's restaurants. Food for sure. There's also some murals. Um, I got ramen there late night, which was super good, super cheap, super tasty, super quick, which is all good things. Um, and then there's a few stores. They had some cute gift shops. Um, I personally like the Bishop Arts District better, but Connor liked Deep Ellum better. I'd say you can fit both into one day oh, easily. Absolutely, you absolutely can. Yeah, and I think Deep Ellum's more of a place you'd want to go out and get drinks or something. Um, and Bishop Arts District is more of like, oh, I'm going to get brunch here, shop around a little bit in the morning, and, and then, then call we, it a day. And then we went to Uptown for drinks one night, too, oh, which yeah. we really enjoyed. Uh, it, it was a place that I had gone to in Dallas, which we thought was uh, – enjoyable uh yeah. we didn't realize it was somewhere i'd been until we walked <laughs> in we got a fun drink where they gave us an entire small gatorade cooler yeah it's kind of embarrassing but <laughs> it was large, it was but. funny um and then just to touch on gnome cones one more time it's they have two locations in texas basically it's a whole gnome themed snow cone place so like obviously a gnome's hat is like pointy so it has a gnome face on the cup and then it's all natural, super like good snow cones. They have popsicles, ice cream. And, you know, I stocked up on a lot of merch. So now I have like a thousand gnome stickers. So it's it's a little bit of a shtick. It's uh, it's great for. Uh, it's cool. There's no, a lot of people is, there. But it's really good for children and people obsessed <laughs> with gnomes like Ellie. So that was cool. So, But it is like a really fun yeah, place to was, go to. It was fun. It was about a 40-minute drive north of <laughs> Dallas. So you've really got to be dedicated to the gnome <laughs> thing. Or But it, it felt good to go somewhere that I wanted to go. The sole reason for our trip. Checked it off my list. I will be going back. But we'll stop there with Dallas because I can only talk about gnome cones for so long. Um, last trip of the year, Phoenix, Arizona, Arizona as a whole, we pretty much covered like a lot actually of Arizona. Arizona is very easy to get around. I mean, if you rent a car, you could, you could do a loop around the entirety of the Arizona border. I feel like 10 times before you could drive two hours in Chicago. Yeah. So So we took a, an extended weekend, um, So we took a Monday and a Friday off. We flew into Phoenix, which now that we look back on like the stuff we did, we probably should have flew into Vegas, but it still worked out perfectly. Um, We had a few stops on this trip. The first one was the Grand Canyon. Honestly, not a highlight for me. Connor told me that going into it, that it wasn't as, I mean, it's a really cool and I'm sure if we hiked it, it would have been really awesome like for a hike. But the overall experience, it's not my favorite part. I tried to downplay it so that hopefully it was a better experience going in. It's just, you go. It's just very some, full of tourists and photos some and Some people, stuff. it'll bring a tear to their eye. Other people, it's like, wow, there's that hole in the ground. Especially if you're driving up to it, you kind of see terrain like that. And you're like, wow, here it yeah, is. Yeah, it's like really pretty driving scale. in. But I... I do not plan a long time at the Grand Canyon. This is my second time going. The first time I hiked down in, it was incredibly hot. This next time, it was just snowing. So I would say if you're hiking down to the river, it's definitely worth going back. But I, I can't see myself making it a priority. Yeah. So. If we go there again, we definitely do like a long hike or something. But we another like main reason we wanted to go was to go to Horseshoe Bend and Antelope Canyon. So we drove up, did that. Horseshoe Bend was my probably my second favorite part of the whole trip. I've had the picture of Horseshoe Bend that has been on the background of my computer at work for like a year. So it was just like cool to finally be there. Um, we went at sunrise, which we both really enjoyed, really good for photos and stuff. Yeah, um, absolutely. I think um, so. One of the biggest issues we had with the time we went, if you're going in the winter, uh, it may be incredibly sunny in Arizona most of the year. We had it was kind of gloomy. We almost had seventy five percent cloud coverage whenever we were there for the time. So it it's not as beautiful. So same issue we had at Antelope at Canyon. The next place we went, which is Antelope Canyon. So Antelope Canyon, really pretty. It's a place that's been hot. Like so, water will rush through there. It's carved out a really cool. Um, just like, what is it even called? I, I don't know. It, it's, I guess, Canyon. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know. It's just very wavy rock. Like, it's just a formation you'd never see unless it was carved away over yeah. millions and like, of years. Like, the cool part's the way, like, the light hits it, which yeah. is only cool when there's actual light. It was exactly. dark when we went. So, unless you have a dirty camera lens like Ellie, then you create your own <laughs> light beams, and it's really nice. So, 
But um, that was a cool spot. Like if we ever go back to that area of Arizona, we'll definitely go back mm -hmm. in the summer when the For light sure. will be right. You got to go at 11 a.m., they yeah. say, in the summer to get the light beams. But it's still cool. We had a good tour guide who showed us yeah. the ropes. Um, and then, oh, also, it's kind of expensive to go. So 60, 60 bucks, bucks a person. person. So, And you have to – it's very – strict time constraints only an hour so um it's on navajo land so they kind of control it and over the past five six years their attendance has gone up like yeah 6, you've probably seen it on instagram crazy. a ton you see it's on like every microsoft bing background that gets populated for you so um one thing that i would recommend is there's about like 15 different areas that have been discovered that are just like this if you can find an alternate route to it or a different one and you're looking to do it on a budget, absolutely entertain that option. But if you're looking to do the quintessential, uh, like the lower upper, thing, yeah. I feel like those are the way to go. That's my opinion though. I, I, if you want bang for your buck, there's no, there's <laughs> no need, but that's true. But it's nice to get like the cool thing about the tour was our tour guide knew like what the cool spots they'll, were, where we could get good lighting. They'll guide you through it. It's yeah. like having a per, a personal tour guide will yeah. take you through everything. <laughs> yeah, so those were cool. I definitely think of all the stuff we did in northern Arizona, that Horseshoe Bend was my favorite part, and I think Connor would agree. Um, we also stopped in Sedona um, for like a quick hike. We did the Devil's Bridge hike. This was definitely my all-time favorite part of the trip because we actually got a solid hike in. The weather was great. Awesome view. Got a picture on the bridge. Watched other people do like random stuff mm -hmm. on the bridge. It was like cool and yeah. a good – it was like a nice – not, it wasn't like a hard hike or anything, but it was sure. nice to get get moving. You get to see the contrast of the green with the uh, red, brown rock. Uh, the downtown area is overrated. Forgettable. <laughs> I wouldn't call it. I don't think people overrate it. It has more Italian restaurants than Chicago and New York combined, which really? is pretty incredible. So I would uh, downtown. Just Sedona. go hiking. Yeah, go Just hike. hiking. Don't. I got some crystals, Ellie so get went, some crystals. If you're a crystal person, then oh boy, are you in for a treat. So. <laughs> and then we, after Sedona, we stopped into um, Phoenix for the night, stayed the night there. Um, my favorite part of Phoenix when we were there this for literally like 10 hours, it feels like, was Provision Coffee. Super fancy, like almost like they're making it at a bar, like kind of coffee, like almost cocktail drinks. Um, so we each got a unique drink, super good, sipped on that before we headed to Seguero National Park. This is pretty close to Tucson, so we went to the western half and the eastern half. We preferred the western half. I think that part was just better. There were way more cactus, cacti, cactuses, however you say it. Um, there we did some short hikes, got some views in, and that was pretty much all for that. Yeah. Um, but they had a really, if you are go to a lot of parks, super nice visitor center. Yeah. Like absolutely. everyone was super nice. They were, had awesome souvenirs. Like I got some postcards to send out. Um, but just like a really good visitor center, which I didn't think the Grand Canyons was quite as good and you'd think it'd be better. Um, but that's just a random side note. Um, and then other than that, that was pretty much our Arizona trip, like the basics behind it. Mm. We will be going back. So we'll be able to explore some other things we want to do. Like Connor wants to go to Jerome. Yeah. So Jerome's like a little place that's built into the side of a mountain, which is a really cool, tiny town. One of my buddies recommended it to us when we were going down there, but we were, uh, we, were, we weren't crunched for time, but we just did so much in a four day span that, I mean, we drove, I mean, almost the entire entirety of Arizona in a matter of four days. Yeah. So. so there's other like stuff to explore other smaller state parks, the petrified forest. There's so much stuff to do. So we're going to go back and do all that. And maybe we can do a more um, like a longer, more detailed episode about mm. Arizona as a whole. But that was our last trip of 2019. So now we'll get more into some of like our favorite trips and then a few categories of trips that you can maybe bring into 2020 with you. So the first category I wanted to cover was just our overall favorite trips. Um, so Connor, you go first, tell us your favorite trips. We're just going to do two, even though we really honestly loved, we yeah. liked all of them a lot. They were yeah. all good. Yeah. They, we, we, of course, we travel whenever it's cheap, so it makes it easier to go to these areas with like a better attitude. 
But um, we got to see a lot of places that we really wanted to go to. So Seattle, of course, was not one of the top five cities that we wanted to go to. And it was my absolute favorite. Lots of stuff to do. Um, really different area from where I've ever been. Uh, the other is Miami. Miami, we go probably once a year now. And I feel like it's perfect time for us to go. It's warm. We try to go there in like the January, February area. And it's just a really good break for us. Yeah, relaxing. Um, my two favorite trips were like Connor, Seattle was my, probably my favorite just because I'd never been, I don't know, anywhere like Seattle. There's a lot to do, whether you want to hit nature or more of a city atmosphere. So I liked that. And then Arizona, because Arizona is my favorite state ever. All the nature is just super cool, whether you're just like looking at it or actually like hiking through. And I also feel like there's like a lot of good restaurants that I could explore next time. So those are my favorite trips. Plus they were longer. So we had more time. They weren't just a one or two day trip. We actually got to experience more than just one thing, which I liked. Um, next category are the best trips to take on a budget. So when we're thinking about this, I'm kind of thinking either the flight cost or just like the general prices of the city Existing to be in. in the city. Yeah. Eating, lodging, transportation. Um, I think of, for some reason, every city that we uh, put on starts this list with a D. starts with a D. <laughs> so Dallas, Dallas, it seems like 99% of the year you can find a cheap flight there. Yeah, like 120 or less, I feel like. And a weekend. Now we were there for a very short But that's weekend. what we wanted. But if you flew in Friday night and left Sunday night, you could do almost everything you wanted to within the Dallas area. We yeah. got to see and everything. that I had also been there a week prior, but I saw everything that I wanted to. Um, the other is Detroit. Um, Detroit, we really uh, enjoyed. Yeah. Lodging was cheap when we were there. Uh, the restaurants are unbelievably cheap. When we got cocktails at a nicer place, it was like, wow, this is only eight ten bucks, eight to ten. Yeah, like, not like fifteen, sixteen. So yeah. And then another thing with Detroit is, I feel like if you're close to drive, obviously that's the way to go. But I also do see, at least from Chicago, which Chicago has a lot of cheaper flights, I feel like the f flights don't seem too bad to get to Detroit. Um, which is another thing. Yeah. Um, uh, the other one was Denver. Denver is a big. Why is it always so cheap? I don't a, know. <laughs> it's a hub for Frontier and it's a hub for Spirit. That's why a lot of court, we've flown Spirit quite a bit, which at your own risk, you're going to have to fly. <laughs> at we, your own risk. <laughs> we, we've had some troubles in the past and especially with Frontier here in uh, Chicago, it flies out of the international terminal, which is an, a problem within itself. So, but you will like, cheap flights there whether you want to go ski there whether you yeah. want to go hike whether you want to explore the city it's just always a good time to go yeah and then dc was the other one um Again. i guess baltimore technically but all year round it's like the flights do not get too crazy out of chicago when you're there i guess dc is an expensive city it but is. if you do it right and you're not there for like a whole week where you have mm. to pay for a hotel every night you can definitely see a lot within a couple days and not be breaking the bank too much. You could stay in a hotel for less than two twenty for the entire weekend. I'd say yeah, even for sure. cheaper if you're, we stayed in an, like kind of nicer hotel. Cause I wanted a in pool a, in a good area, <laughs> which, which was very nice. The pool, pool was, was nice. nice. It was so hot. So yeah, that was another cheap trip. Yeah. So um, those are probably like the best trips budget wise, whether it's just the actual city or the flight, um, best trips for a weekend. We said, some Dallas once again, yeah, a, um, because there's not a whole lot you can really explore. Like we did it all in one day, mm -hmm. uh, but you can definitely do it in a couple more days. And yeah. then Detroit as well, because Detroit is still a little bit dead, but still a cool city. Yeah. Um, and you can definitely eat a few good meals there, walk around, see all the different cool things to see within a day or two. Yeah. And then um, along with that, next category is the best foodie trips. Foodie so trips. This is more uh, LA's yeah. forte. So um, Miami, of course, you just have such a, a – There's like a wide of, variety yeah. of different foods you can try. Different you can cultures go to Little Havana. that just combine in there. Little Havana. You have Little Haiti area, which uh, – Doesn't have, have much to do. Not but a like, lot to do, but really pretty um, – uh, area area building um, structures uh there's also just like a lot of good drinks good bars good like breakfast places coffee just everything yeah. that i kind of look there, there for. are colors there and dishes that you won't see anywhere else so yeah it, yeah and then new york 
is this is obvious. I feel like we don't need to talk about this very much, but New York has all the food. Everything. Um, and then we put Chicago on here because Connor really wanted to, even though we technically didn't travel here. But Chicago obviously has all kinds of different food. We, If you follow me on Instagram, you see it every single weekend. Yeah, not putting <laughs> Chicago on here would be a disgrace to the list. And especially since we live in it every day, the food scene here in Chicago is just, there's a new restaurant every other day. And it feels like we go to them every other day. So. Yeah. So we'll be probably have, I'll probably have some more episodes with Connor on it where we talk about what we do in each of the different neighborhoods of Chicago. So stay tuned for those. Um, next category is best tour spots, LA, kind of obvious, all that Hollywood stuff. If you want to see all that. Do a celebrity tour, if you want to <laughs> do all that stuff. LA is as touristy as you think it is. If you make it that way, you can try and avoid it, but it's difficult because yeah. you're going to end up doing, unless you're going to LA every other month, you're going to have to fall into some of those, uh, Hollywood side, uh, Griffith Observatory, yeah. the um, the Walk of Fame and all that stuff. And I so. think with like influencers these days, so many live in LA. I know the first time I went to LA was partially because I saw so much stuff online I wanted to do. So that kind of makes a little more of a place to go if you want to do some more touristy stuff. Um, and then we also said Arizona just because of all of the – you can, I think, get on like a bus and go to all the different parks and stuff and like see it all. So – um, like the Grand Canyon, we saw a bunch of people going to the Antelope Canyon, Horseshoe mm-hmm. Bend, all that. So, kind of a cool tourist spot though, because you're seeing nature, not just like the traditional like sites like you would in New York. Yeah. Um, cheapest flights out of Chicago. We kind of already touched on this. So Denver, wherever, New York City, wherever spirit flies is typically where you want to go. Um, even if a place is a hub city, like when we flew through, when we flew to Seattle. We were supposed to fly straight through. We ended up getting stuck in, uh, we were flying Delta and we ended up getting stuck in Minneapolis. Even though Minneapolis is like where Delta is based out of, that does not mean the flights are cheaper. Same with Chicago and United. But I think anywhere Spirit Frontier flies, you're usually going to get a cheaper trip. American is one of our favorite airlines. We find that usually you don't get uh, (laughs) as many delays and everything like that, but you're still going to get a good flight. So the places that we had a good experience traveling, I said Denver already. Um, New York City tends to be cheap, just like a big city to another big city. Mm. Um, DC, if you're flying into Baltimore, and then LA um, is obviously normally kind of more expensive. American but if you get flies in pretty cheap, yeah, there. if you get it at the right time and for like the distance you're traveling, if you're coming from the Midwest or like the East Coast, having a flight be like two hundred dollars is not too bad. Yeah. Um, and then best places for nature, Arizona, obviously, lots of parks. And then Seattle, um, as we mentioned, there's three parks within pretty close distance and just being over in like the Northwest is. And those are just national parks, state parks or even closer. I mean, you can go take a boat, a ferry to the islands and stuff like that. And you're able to just see a lot of really cool stuff. Yeah. It's just a bit different from what we see over here. Mm -hmm. Um, Best places for like a big group trip, Miami would be a cool spot just because of the spring break, or spring break, beach, clubs, all that. Yeah. So if you're trying to go on a friendship reunion kind of thing, Miami is a cool spot because you can kind of get a lot out of it. Um, other places that we visited that are not like super common that we may not have mentioned in this episode, uh, Milwaukee, super quick trip from Chicago. They have a fun market you can go to, good restaurants. Yeah. It's a college town. You've got Marquette yeah. out of there. So you've got a lot of uh, younger and like bars oriented and stuff. stuff for yeah. Us. Um, again, with that, we a lot of these cities are going to be uh, closer to Chicago within driving distance of Chicago. So next is Madison. We have a friend that lives in Madison. Of course, Wisconsin is based at the University of Wisconsin is based out of there. So again, another young college town. Yeah. A lot of cool shops around the area. Oh, they actually have really good shops. I remember wanting to buy everything, yeah. all the gift shops. You can get around pretty easy. You don't feel like you have to pull your hair out to drive around. It, yeah. Ubers are cheap over there. And it's cute, but we've only really gone to visit in the winter. So my friend always says summer's obviously the time to be there. So a good maybe summer road trip from Chicago or somewhere else in the Midwest. Um, Detroit, we've mentioned a thousand times. Great for a weekend trip, but also not – no one's ever like, I want to go to Detroit. So that's why we added this on there because it does have a lot of potential. Um, and then Boulder because, as we mentioned before, a lot of people go into Colorado 
for like the hiking and everything, going to Denver, you know, Rocky Mountains, whatever it is you're doing. Boulder just might not be somewhere you've like thought of going necessarily. So we wanted to add that one on there. And then the last category is where do we want to go again? Connor, you start us off. So uh, Seattle is the first. Seattle we loved, but I feel like we didn't even scratch the surface on it. Um, we didn't get. To, we only got to go to one park, and we barely made it into that park. So it's one area that we really want to go into. Um, I, it feels like we just stayed in the same area the whole time, and we just would look over to our right, and we. It seemed as if something popped up within the last thirty seconds. So. Just going back over there, getting to eat more. Yeah, there's uh, so many restaurants I want to try. Yeah, and definitely I want to get some more seafood with Ellie being vegetarian. makes it a little difficult to get to all those yeah, places. Yeah, and we want to try out the parks too. Yeah, so. absolutely. And then the other place that we're going to throw on there is New York, yeah. even though we went there two times Within this past this, year. This past year. And New York is just – we've – barely scratch again just we've barely explored the uh other neighborhoods in new york we'd love to see queens we'd love to see i just want to do more in brooklyn yeah and even brooklyn it feels like we barely got within a five block radius i want to go in a helicopter too manhattan <laughs> yeah okay yeah, so. i want to do a helicopter tour and also the fact that my best friend lives there makes me want to go there more just so we can like hang out and connor and her are best friends too so um, uh-huh. other than, <laughs> other than that, um, those are the two main places we want to go again. So that concludes this episode. Um, sorry if it was a little long in some parts and if Connor and I talked over each other at all, we both get really excited about traveling. So <laughs> and we both have a lot of like different things that we like to talk about. So as with any like multiple person podcast, I feel like that's common. Um, But yeah, let us know what place you want to travel the most and where we should travel this coming year. I'm sure we'll do this same type of episode this time next year to go over where we made it to this year. But we are really thankful that we're able to travel so much and that we have a built-in travel buddy to go all these places because it definitely makes it a lot easier, more inexpensive. I'll definitely do an episode where I just go over how to travel without spending your whole life savings. Um, and one of those reasons is for having someone to travel with everywhere. So, um, yeah, if you have any questions, let me know on my Instagram adventure underscore underscore with underscore underscore Ellie. And I'll be back next week with a new episode of cloud nine. Thanks for joining me, Connor. Thanks for having me on. Ellie. <laughs> Bye.